Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and packing for a trip. And with us in our virtual studio is the Christine Robinson. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the fun of the show here in just a couple minutes. But uh, first, some announcements. Um, the uh, 2019 Annual International Conference on ADHD is around the corner this uh, November the 7th through the 9th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm real excited. I'm, uh, I'm going to be presenting at the conference on a workshop on working memory. Uh, which is near and dear to our heart. A lot of today's conversation is going to be related to um, some of that workshop, so uh, it would be a lot of fun. Um, the thing about this conference is there's a lot, a lot of great content. We have a lot of great content, but what's better about the conference is you get to intermingle with the ADHD tribe. Um, there's so much that's learned in, um, in breakout sessions, but also in the halls, talking to the speakers when it's over with, and just at lunch and all around, and really just identifying with others in the tribe that are experiencing the same plight. To learn more, I encourage you to go to chadd.org. Uh, chadd stands for Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. So, again, chad.org. With that being said, our program to you is being brought to you by Chad. And in celebration of that event, we are giving away two free copies of uh, Attention Magazine, uh, digital copies, that is. All you have to do is listen to our show. We're going to give out a secret word during the show. Um, write it down. Uh, we'll remind you a couple times, uh, and then write down the secret word of another show, and then all you have to do is send me an email with both secret words um, and the email address at attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Again, that's attention at attentiontalkradio.com. As I mentioned, tonight's show is being brought to you by uh, Chad. They've got a little tip, a kind of a promo, I believe, of the conference, so we're going to run that, and we'll get into the show. Are you looking for the latest tools, treatments, and strategies to help manage ADHD? Join Chad at the 2019 Annual International Conference on ADHD, November 7 to 9 in Philadelphia. Connect with people who share your concerns. Take home new ideas and action plans for a healthier and stronger life. Register today. Visit chad.org. That's C-H-A-D-D dot org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. Uh, for those that are not familiar with Chad, they're the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. They're the ones that are uh, on Capitol Hill lobbying for us and working with regulatory agencies to uh, to make sure that uh, uh, they help with accommodations and uh, help the plight of those with ADHD. Uh, for those reasons, we encourage all of our listeners either to donate to Chad or become members. Um, a strong Chad is a strong ADHD community because we all get to speak with one voice. Uh, to learn more about member benefits and to donate, go to chadd.org. Okay, our topic tonight is uh, is ADHD and packing tips. Um, with us for this discussion is Christina Robinson. She's a certified ADHD coach and educational consultant certified by the Federation for Children with Special Needs in Boston. Christine has spent over 12,000 hours coaching children, teens, adults, couples, and college students. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Clark University and her master's in education from Finchburg State University, graduating summa cum laude. 
as well as having her private practice in Nashville, Tennessee. She also is associated with the Howell Center in New York City, a certified teacher and master coach who also has over 20 years of sales and management slash leadership experience. She's considered an expert in the field of ADHD, special education, advocacy work, and individual education plans. Christine also has her own training program for those who would like to add ADHD coaching to their existing practice or to start their own ADHD coaching business. To learn more about her, go to addactioncoach.com. With that, Christine, welcome to the show. Great, Jeff. Thank you. Great to be back. A little bit of history real quick, everybody, is um, uh, a while ago, I, we, I, we got started talking about working memory because I think it's really the root of a lot of ADHD issues, and I've learned more as an effective coach helping people learn how to problem solve than just giving them tactics, strategies, and tips. And uh, we've done a couple shows on working memory. The, the last two was a series uh, for college students about we sat down, we started talking about uh, working memory, talked about how it manifested in the world, and talked about how many of the things that they were doing was actually kind of making it worse to give some students some insight. Um, today we're kind of doing something really similar. Um, I can't tell you how many people I've coached that struggle with just packing for a trip or remembering everything to go. And, uh, Christine, if I'm not – I mean, you've – you coach that all the time, am I right? Oh, yes. Yeah, I've, I've helped certain individuals pack for many, many business trips or personal trips along the years. It, it, so it, it, it does it, help to process the information. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of people have a lot of anxiety when, they, when they're about ready to pack. And uh, we've done some attention exercises before to help you guys kind of see in your mind what that is. But today I want to kind of walk through something different. In, in my interviews over the years with the experts on this show, I've come to learn that I always thought a memory was like a memory, but what I understand is when you're in an experience, what happens is that experience is kind of broken down into packets and stored all over your brain. Kind of like when you send an email or something over the internet, it gets broken down and goes all kinds of different paths and reassembled at the other end. And basically one uh, psychiatrist explained to me one time is that a memory is actually – a simulation. In other words, you draw your best guess of all those pieces from your brain in the past, and you s simulate or reassemble what you believe that memory to be. And the further you get away from that point in time, you start to lose your ability to simulate it. That's why memory starts to fade over a period of time or specificity. And when that was described to me, I began to realize is that when you're going to do something in the future, you actually simulate your expectation of what it's going to be like. And so if you're going to pack to go on a vacation or a trip, I began to realize being able to visualize or simulate that trip in order to walk your way through that for triggers or reminders or things that you need to pack actually really starts to make a lot of sense because it requires a lot of working memory to be able to draw um, the ability to make a list. Now, understand is that when you're packing for a trip, you're really not learning anything new. What you're doing is you're just going through and simulating that stuff. And we've talked about this before. People with ADHD have a tax working memory, so it makes some sense why packing is a bit of a challenge. Does this make sense to you, Christine? Oh, absolutely, because you're drawing on all those past experiences, and especially if my clients have had negative um, excuse me, negative feelings about packing, that anxiety just raises. You know, it just goes up <laughs> minute by minute yeah, yeah. So the closer I'm, the trip comes. I didn't think about that, but, you know, you're so right. 
because ADHD is really very much an issue of self-regulation. You've got to regulate your attention and you've got to regulate your emotions. And when those negative feelings come in, it takes you, I'm, I'm being dramatic, but hopefully you'll get the point, to more of a fight, flight, or freeze response, and you can't even remember what to do. So in other words, when you get those negative feelings, you just get a blank, blank screen in your mind, and you actually kind of can't think. And so I think you really bring up a good point. It reminds me of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Have you ever seen when he gets there and he goes, think, 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 and the more <laughs> yes. he goes, think, 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 the more nothing comes up. It's like, oh, my God. So when you have those negative feelings, it's like, think, 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 and oh, my God, you're paralyzed at that point in time. And that happens a lot. Exactly. I mean, you, you've dealt with that a lot on your side. You want to tell us, just talk about your experience with well, regard it, to that and how do you work with people on that piece of it? Sure. I mean, it's almost similar to test anxiety. You know the test is going to happen, and then you start to try to recall the information, but you can't, even though you may have studied for five hours. And this is kind of a, a similar experience. I've had clients um, get their suitcases out and really look at them for days, you know, say before an international trip where you have to bring, you know, tons of stuff. And they really are paralyzed. They, they just can't get started. So what we talk with them as coaches and, and break down those tasks to make it more manageable and then visualize what they need for the trip, the anxiety starts to go down. Yeah, so I like so when we're talking to them and we begin to work with them, we start getting that stuff down on paper so that they actually can see the things that need to get done. You know, Christine, we talked about this in the past. We did an interview with Autumn Zatani from Sesame Street when they were they did a, a season on helping kids with self regulation. And the biggest issue when you're in that fight, fight, or freeze is to pause, to take a bunch of deep breaths, count to ten, count to three, and then you begin to brainstorm. And as a coach, what we do is say, Hey, let's begin to start putting this stuff down on paper um, because once we get it outside of your head, it's no longer taxing your working memory and then we can begin to manipulate it. What are some of the things that you do um, tactically to help them get um, things down on paper? Um, well, if a, if a person travels frequently, say for business, it's great to have a pre-packing list and keep that on your computer. So then they could just go on you know, their MacBook or their iPhone and just look at it or just print it out and you yep. know, make several copies and just check them off, you know, check the items off as yep. they're packing. And that really it, helps so much. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I have a I have a, a YouTube video. My son and I, I told a story before. We used to go a lot of campiness because uh, I was a Boy Scout leader and he was a scout. And there's we had we made a list of every piece of camping equipment we got and we we print it all out. And if we're going to go car camping, we cross all the backpacking stuff off, so we didn't have to think about what we needed to bring. And then we threw all that stuff in a pile and off we went. Um, I exactly. I kept it on my computer, like as you described. But you know, Christine. It's funny because even having to think about where you save that file sometimes can be taxing. So for some people, um, we actually write the file name on the list, and we print it off, and we actually stick the list in their suitcase. Because at point of performance, when they go to get their suitcase to pack, the list is right there. And then when they do that, it has the file name on their computer, so they don't have to simulate where it is, and they go print off another list to stick it in there, again, to remove the need to think. Um, right, that's um, perfect. Kind of fun mm -hmm. when you think about. Um, so let's see. I tell you what. Let's run to a break real quick, um, and then we'll kind of come back and I want to talk about like how you kind of come up with the list. So um, our secret word tonight is trip. Our secret word is trip. 
And everybody, you need to check out uh, Christine's website. Go to addactioncoach.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk Radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Christine Robinson, and we're having a great conversation about uh, ADHD and packing for trips. The challenges so far we've identified, one of the roots of it is uh, attached working memory. And the goal of this show is really to kind of help you guys understand the root of it and help everybody problem solve how everybody individually is going to learn uh, or, or to be successful in reducing the anxiety pack is going to be a little bit different based off of yourself. But uh, really, you just want to throw a bunch of stuff out there um, to kind of help you begin to brainstorm. So, Christine, before the break, we were talking about having a pre-packing list, which is really good when you've got it. The question is, is how do you get one? Um, for me, uh, when I gave the example of uh, camping equipment, it was easy for, to make that list because I was just going to the areas, mm-hmm. you know, tent. You know, all that type of stuff. Um, but when you're packing to go on a trip and, you know, domestically or abroad, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, can you, from your perspective, things that you've done to help people actually maybe come up with that list to begin with? Sure. Uh, we talk about where they're going, you know, business, personal travel. We talk about the activities they're going to be doing. And then as we're talking about those things, we're writing down exactly what they need. So if they're yep. going to the beach, you know, all beach items. If they're going camping, you know, for example, you know, what you were talking about, uh, business trip, do we need, you know, a suit, a dress, a, you know, do yep. we kind of just go through all of the activities and the days and, yep. you know, um, and assembling outfits, really, so yep. they have everything they need. Yep. So what I've learned, Christine, is it's interesting is if I sit there and I try to – 
to retrieve or, or picture what it's going to be like. It's hard for me to do that. We're back to the Winnie the Pooh thing, thing, thing. But mm-hmm. if you ask me, okay, what do you need for the first day? Now you've asked me a question, and you've narrowed that focus down. What's interesting to me is that's a very broad-based question when you think about it, but it's a really good tool for people to begin to think about what they need. Uh, so what activities are there is, a, to me, a tool to help people begin to retrieve those. And so you're doing a great job by asking that question, and then they write that down. The reason I'm highlighting this from my perspective, it's the question that's actually kind of driving that. And once mm-hmm. you understand that, you don't need to hire a coach to do that. You could just say, hey, can you ask me questions about what I need to do um, to kind of help a person kind of walk their way through that, document it, and then they've got the beginning of a list. Um Right, it's and we've talked about visualization that, before. Yep. Um, actually, um, writing out a timeline. Um, I've had people before where they're, okay, the first day they have a pile of clothes for the first day, the second day, et cetera. Uh, one of the things that mm-hmm. I've done before is um, actually have people just say, let's forget about the list. Just just pack and just go on the trip. Just do the same thing that you're doing, and as soon as you arrive, unpack, and then write everything down um, that's in your suitcase. And categorize it because at that point in time, you don't have to think forward about what the list is. You just look in the rearview mirror um, as it's, it's the opposite, but we can get to the list in the, in the same way. Um, you have, by chance, have you ever tried that with somebody? Um, I haven't actually tried that, but another idea is um, for people who travel reasonably frequently, just have a toiletry bag of all the common things that you would yep. need on a trip and just keep it in yep. your closet or in your bathroom cabinet or whatever. And that's so helpful because it totally takes the, the work out of that piece. Um, oftentimes my clients have forgotten phone chargers, headphones, medication. I mean, those are probably the top three things that are forgotten I, from my perspective on a trip. I love, I love that. I myself, um, I have my medications in Ziploc bags in my toiletry bag, and all I do is when I'm going – I'm going to have my toiletry bag. I just grab it and go. It's always with packed. The only thing I do is I, before I go, I go through it to see if anything's empty. Um, I don't mm-hmm. have to think about what I take. I just look at the shaving cream. I shake it, and if it's empty, then I get another one. Um, I don't have to think, do right. I have a shaving cream because it's already there, and so I like that. The other thing that I do is um, in my uh, travel my, – my, my briefcase, I actually have a Ziploc bag. Um, with all the phone chargers and everything that I need. And I actually have an index card in the bag with a list of everything that should be in the bag. That way. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. That way I have it in the bag. It's ready to go all the time. But, you know, when you get to the hotel and you take it all out, it gets scattered all over the place. And if I get kind of discombobulated, I go back to the index card uh, that's there to say, okay, what goes back into this bag? And so, again, you'll, the theme here. Um, I think both of us are on is that you guys were, were removing the need to think from some of these. Um, I know, Christine, too, I've actually had people before that travel on a regular basis, and when they come back from a trip, I actually have them pack. So they, if they take a dress shirt out, they put a dress shirt in. If they take socks out, they put socks in, and they modularize that, particularly if they're traveling like two days a week or three days a week. So they're actually packing for the next trip when they're unpacking from the last one as a means to uh, not have to recreate that event. Um, um, interesting when you think about it, but it, it, some people say, well, what about this and what about that? It's funny because Ari Tuckman, um, 
I've seen him before going to conferences and he gets it all in one bag and he like pretty much, he has the same attire for the days that he does. And he just, he just modularizes some of that stuff. It's simple. Now, if you're female and you're going to cocktail parties and different types of stuff, that might be a little bit more challenging, but again, just an idea how to modularize this so that you uh, can remove the thinking. Right. Um, It's just to keep it, you know, going in terms of, uh, you know, not getting off track. So you're bringing the same thing, you know, all the time, yep. especially for business Absolutely. travel. Absolutely. Um, I tell you what, let's take another break real quick. And when we come back, we've been talking about packing for trips. I think you have a lot of experience with students packing to go to class and turning homework and stuff in on time. So when we come back, I want to talk about that. Uh, for our listeners, our secret word tonight is trip. Again, it's the secret word is trip. And go check out uh, Christine's website at addactioncoach.com, where that will be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone. We're having a great conversation with Christine Robinson. We're trying to help you guys learn how to problem solve, set up your mind to solve your own problems, not just read a book and take a tip and think it's going to work for you. Uh, We've been brainstorming here, trying to understand the root of this issue is working memory. I want to get into um, like students and stuff for a second, but I want to reiterate is that um, what I find is when your working memory is taxed, or you have a negative experience, as Christine already identified, when you have that negative, those negative feelings from that stuff in the past, because it's been difficult for you, you go into an emotional fight, flight, or freeze, which is a self-regulation issue. Now you've got to down-regulate and put those things on, on paper. If you're walking into your bedroom to pack, and you stop, and you're trying to think, we're going back to Winnie Pooh, think, 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 and you're hitting a blank screen <laughs> – there's a moment of boredom in there that takes place, and you become paralyzed, and metaphorically, you go watch Netflix. That's a self-regulation issue to kind of pause and say, listen, I need to simulate this in my mind or whatever. You don't really have the mental energy to, to use your thinking brain to override the automatic brain that in that moment says, hey, I'm going to go do something that's kind of fun. So 
the idea here is I think the key in this packing thing is you got to solve for the working memory problem in order to solve for the self-regulation issue. Because if you're not doing that, you can go back and try harder. You can downregulate your emotions, but you're still banging your head against the working memory um, issue. Now, I, I, I shared my perspective on that. You know, does, is there anything you'd like to add to that, Christine, or, or, or just? Oh, no, no, I think that is perfect because that paralysis sets in. And what you said, you know, it's just so much easier to go to another activity, you know, whether yep. it's to leave the house, to go, go in the kitchen and make a meal, you know, just to avoid it because it's so hard and you feel so taxed by that yep. experience because you've had, you know, negative experiences before, just like you said. Absolutely. So again, just wrapping this up, the reason we're focusing on working memory is the self-regulation. You got to solve for the working memory first to have an impact. If you just address the self-regulation, you're still going to have a lot of anxiety. We're going back to willpower at that point in time, as Dr. Barkley says, willpower is a finite resource. So with that being said, uh, Christine, students, you work a lot with them and having to pack and remember things is a big deal. Talk to us about uh, your insights on that. Well, yeah, it, it depends what level we're talking about, of course. But, you know, for high school, um, it's remembering often just to put the completed assignment, if it has to be printed off, you know, in a folder. And, you know, certainly from elementary school on up, I hear that issue a lot from parents. And, and it, what's so frustrating about that is that the child has done the work, but it didn't end up in the backpack. So we really look at the family structure. We look at what needs to happen to, um, you know, to get that work at school, you know, to school. And often it's really getting set up the night before. I can't stress that enough. You know, if you get set up the night before with the homework, with the backpack packed, um, you know, with the clothing picked out, your mornings are just so much less stressful. And, and, you know, you're, you're, you're not starting off the day completely taxed because that is mm -hmm. what happens for a lot of people, um, you know, when they're scurrying around in the morning trying to eat breakfast. And then obviously then the folder gets, you know, left on the sofa or wherever the, the child did their homework. So I, I, yep. you know, I certainly have worked with that a lot. So I, I've worked with um, some adults. Um, so. Mm -hmm. This is an analogy. So you have students that you've got to remember their homework or something like that. I've had adults like, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor, and I need, I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. And when I, when they get there, they'll forget. So what they oh, do is definitely. they write down the things that they need to talk about. And so think of it as like this, like a homework assignment. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm getting kind of crazy. These are true stories, by the way, because if they write it down, they have to remember they have to use their working member, remember to remember to pull that list out. Or when the student gets there, they have to remember to pull it out of their backpack. And in school, this is maybe not as viable if you can't do it. But I've actually had um, adults before where they go and they, they use Google Calendar and they'll schedule mm -hmm. an event. So let's say the doctor's appointment's at 2 o'clock. What they do is they schedule a, a thing on their calendar at 2.10. And uh, in that calendar is actually a list of all the questions that they need to ask the doctor. And uh, there's a way to go into Google and actually have a reminder sent to you via text. So when they supposedly, you know, the doctor's appointment is 2, you never get in at 2 o'clock, but let's say 2.10, they, they get that text. It's kind of a just-in-time reminder for them, oh, that's what that stuff is. Um, and so I've had a lot of people before that, you know, that old 
tie a string around your finger or have a visual <laughs> prompt because even when you stick it in the bag, you actually have to remember to kind of take it out. And so, again, everybody, we're just helping you solve for working memory issues. A, you've got to put it in there, or let's say you save it on your hard drive, you can do that. You've got to have a prompt. You've got to do something to trigger that thought to remember to go do it. And I don't know about you, Christine, but I always look for what are the, what are the prompts that get your attention? I always start there first because if they get your attention, then they get your attention. And as an aside, the text one I had was actually from a physician that would go to other physicians. And it was funny because they had probably 100,000 emails that they never read because emails are so much stuff that they don't need. It's overwhelming to them, but a text that gets to the point. So they manage all right. the world by text. And so when we're doing that, I'm like, well, we have to have a just-in-time text. It took us a while to find the Google system to kind of make that happen. But rather than try to adapt their brain to some other reminder system, we said, okay, here's the system that works. How do we find the tool that will do that so that they go about their business and do that? Of course, as an aside, remember, everybody, we're, this is about problem solving. If you get a text that's just in time, that sounds really good. But if you got 500 texts a day, it's overwhelming and it becomes too much. So there's a certain amount of where you have to manage this a little bit, which is not an easy thing to do. Your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely, because then your brain just starts to zone out. You know, if your phone is going yep. off all the time, you know, that then it's just who can pay attention, you know, to 70 texts going off a day. So it, it is about that prioritization. Um, I've had experience with clients taking lists in to the doctor, and um, I've had women tape them to the outside of their handbag so they could you yes. know, just print them off and just tape them. And, and I know that you know, sounds silly, but that is a pretty good assurance that that list will not be forgotten. It's, you so, know, it's funny. You know, my, to, older, my older son who doesn't have ADD, it's funny because – he would um, – whenever he – because he had sports. When he was in high school, he had sports, and he had homework, and he had you know uh, just extracurricular activities. And he'd just put a pile of stuff, like a two-foot pile next to the door when he was off to remember <laughs> to kind of take it with him um, as a visual prompt. I've worked a lot of people that need to take something with themselves to work, and I always say, well, how do you get to work? Oh, you drive. Really? Well, do you ever forget your keys? Where's your wallet? Well, my keys and my wallet are all the same place. Okay, let's put whatever you got to take. With that, we're piggybacking on that system so you don't have to design a new system. We've already got a habit that already works, so we'll just add something to that. Again, oh, yeah, that method works. Go ahead. The, the, I call it the pile method. <laughs> yep. You know, just that, putting everything in the pile by the door, like the empty lunch box you know, or lunch bag, you know. Just leave it yep. empty because you know you have to fill it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again <laughs> – the idea here, everybody, is like these, these are all very real type things, and what will work for one of you won't necessarily work for somebody else. But, you know, Christine, mm -hmm. one of the things that I do when I'm coaching, again, I always work for what, do, what is your current organizational system? How do you get things to school or how do you get things to work? I like to map those out first and then say, okay, how can I take that system and tweak it as opposed to building a new system? Because if you build a new system, then you have to stop step-by-step step and use self-regulation to reprogram your mind on that new system. Now, systems are great, but it's working memory that's a challenge to reprogram it. And again, we know that habits are good for people with ADHD, but we also know that it's more challenging for them to establish the habits 
because it takes the self-regulation and then it taxes their working memory. So again, when you're out there, I always say find what works first with you by mapping out your current system. Look for what works and then try to build on that system as opposed to doing something else. Um, I do the same exact thing. I do the same exact thing. I always ask people, what has worked for you? What what pieces of your life do you feel, you know, like you have pretty organized? And let's let's talk about how you've done that. And then, you know, of course, they'll share with me their challenges. So we can sometimes use very similar organizational methods to really attack those challenges that they're having. Yeah, so I'm glad that you you said you triggered something here. So literally a couple of days ago, I had a guy call me that was interested in coaching. I had a conversation with him. He says he's disorganized. I said, no, I can guarantee that you're organized. And he was kind of fighting me on it. But I talked to the process <laughs> a little bit. He was, I think he was getting buy-in. So later that day, he calls, and his wife is on the phone. And she's telling me how disorganized he is. And I said, no, no, he's organized. He's got a lot of good things in place, a lot of compensatory strategies. And she's arguing with me. And I'm saying, listen, he wouldn't be here if he was that disorganized. In that conversation, it was interesting because we somehow it came up and we we're talking about working memory. And he said, yeah, yeah, when I have an idea, what I do is I email it to myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. see, there you go. Instinctively, he knows when a thought comes to him, if he doesn't do something, externalize it, then he's going to lose it. And she's arguing with me that that's not <laughs> – that's he's disorganized. And I'm like – well, no, he's capturing the idea. That's a great compensatory strategy, and but he never gets it done. Or sometimes he gets it done. Well, we got to go figure out when he gets that email. What's his process for dealing with it? Because he's already bringing those in. If he does it part of the time, and he doesn't do other part of the time, usually there's situational variability. If you isolate that, you can make the adjustment, and it will work. And it was funny because she refused to believe that he was was organized. And I was sitting there <laughs> like, you you can't. It's so much easier to work with what works. Than to try to change some stuff. Anyway, again, this theme I'm, right. I'm kind of beating on the drum. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm beating on this drum a little bit because so often people want to revamp everything. Oh my God, when you think about redesigning your entire life, I mean, bring it to your knees. Um, but if you can just take a tweak or two, it's amazing. I totally uh, agree. We never want to change everyone's habits. That, I mean, we have to work absolutely. with what is in place. Absolutely. So, um. Need to pull this together and wrapping up. Any final thoughts, tips, or, or just ideas um, before we close it out? It's, you know, what this comes down to, Jeff, is consistency. If we can, you know, help our clients get into a pattern, they're comfortable with it, it is just the consistency. And that consistency creates great memories. And that motivates people to, you know, to just keep on using that system. So it's consistency, it's practice, and it's also sharing with us and and our clients, you know, have to be honest with us. If if people say, you know, Christine, this isn't working for me, I I don't mind hearing that at all because that means that we have to revamp and re-strategize. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Christine, i got to tell you something. I, I'm so grateful that you came on the show and shared your thoughts. This is a spectacular. So thanks again. Thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate it. Everyone, our secret word tonight is trip, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed this. Go check out Christine's website at addactioncoach.com. With that, catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.